Hello again, friends. This is Mike. Today, this podcast is part two of the series on exploring the intersection of genealogy and reincarnation, and we'll jump right into it. Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where my goal is to help you with questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul and particularly to help other left brain types, like I'm pretty convinced I am, ask the right questions in our search for a deeper meaning to life. Ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. Let's get started with today's adventure here. This is part two, as I mentioned, about exploring the intersection of genealogy and reincarnation. It's a topic that I came across because of my background as an amateur genealogist, which I've been for long time, about 35 years, and I never really thought much about reincarnation, honestly, until the past couple of years when I started this Soul Unleashed journey. I never believed in reincarnation or never thought about what it meant as a genealogist, but I'm doing that now. So in part one of this series, which I released on Tuesday, the first three points that I brought up, there's six total, but the first three that I brought up were reincarnation and ancestral connection, genetic versus spiritual heritage, and cultural and racial identity in reincarnation. The first one, reincarnation and ancestral connection, the basic question was, if we've lived multiple past lives, assuming you believe in reincarnation, if we've lived multiple past lives, are our current biological ancestors more significant than those that we experienced in past lives? I'm not going to delve into each one of these again. These first three I covered in the last podcast. The second one was genetic versus spiritual heritage. And the question there was, what's more influential in shaping who we are? Our genetic heritage, which we experience in this life by tracing our ancestors, our genetic heritage or our spiritual journey across various lives. And then the third one, which dealt with cultural and racial identity in reincarnation, Question basically was, if we reincarnate across different cultures and races, for example, I believe that I've reincarnated multiple times, thousands of times on this plane, this earth plane, if I've done that thousands of times, if you've done that thousands of times, you've come back as different races, different sexes, many times you've experienced all there is on this earth and all the different types of of races that that are available. So the question is, if we have reincarnated across different cultures and races, what does this imply about the significance of racial and cultural identity in this life? And that's that those are the three things I dealt with in part one. Part two, I'm going to finish with the the last three questions. The first one is how genealogy figures into multi-life perspectives. And the question is, for those who believe in reincarnation, what purpose does exploring one's genealogy serve? Why do I do it? Is it purely historical interest, or does it have a deeper significant uh, spiritual significance? The second thing is the impact on family dynamics. Basically, how might the belief in past lives and soul groups affect my current family dynamics and relationships? And the third thing is modern gene- genealogy and spiritual practices. So in the modern world, where does genealogy research fit into, everybody's doing it now, everybody's doing DNA testing, how does that fit in with the concept of reincarnation? 
So jumping back to the first one for today, which is genealogy and multi-life perspectives, if I believe in genealogy, well, if I believe in reincarnation, and I'm studying genealogy, why do I do it? Is it just out of idle curiosity, or does it have a deeper, deeper spiritual significance? And I believe that both are important. Again, I explained this a little bit in the first session, but obviously things are passed down in this life, so it's important to know where we come from. For those, for those of us that can trace our genealogical uh, lineage, there are certain um, physical challenges, disease challenges, DNA markers that we inherit as part of our genealogical makeup or her, the heredity that we bear in this life. So that it's important for that reason. I also want to know what our ancestors experienced as they were coming to this country, for example. I love the story of I've got an ancestor named Hugh McIntyre who he and his uh, his his wife, but she wasn't his wife at the time, Elizabeth Martin escaped from Ireland in uh, the 1880s or so. Um, I think it was before the 1880s. It was during the pandemic, during the, uh, not the pandemic, during the famine in uh, 1840s, 1850s. Anyway, they wanted to get married and she was a Protestant and he was Catholic. And in Ireland in that time, you know, never the twain shall meet. So they couldn't get married there. They they both came to the United States at that time called America, I guess, and they got married in Philadelphia. The rest of the story is that Elizabeth Martin's mother, who got wind of this after they left Ireland, uh, booked passage herself on a ship, but the ship was unable to dock in Philadelphia. It docked in Wilmington, Delaware, and uh, she traveled as fast as she could to get to Philadelphia to stop the wedding, but she got there too late. So that's that's the uh, the story about uh, my ancestors that have been passed down for generations. And the, the rest of that little story is uh, Hugh McIntyre would go to Mass, and Bessie, as he called her, Elizabeth Martin, Bessie didn't go to Mass because she was Protestant. One day he came home crying, and uh, she, of course, asked him what was going on. He just said, that, you know, Mass is so beautiful, and I'm just sad that you're unable to experience it with me. And so the story goes, she agreed to convert to Catholicism, and so uh, both of them eventually were, were Catholic. But anyway, it's for those kind of reasons and those kind of stories that I'm interested in my genealogical heritage and why, despite the fact that I believe in reincarnation, I think that those things are important in this life. Uh, the second topic for today is the impact of family dynamics. So how might the belief in past lives and soul groups affect dynamic family relationships now? You know, does it diminish the importance of family bonds or does it enrich them? This is a really interesting topic, I think, for people who have uh, adopted children or for who, you know, who have a, a parents uh, who they were adopted by. Here's the thing that I've come to believe in terms of soul groups and that I've read many times in many different books. If you're listening to this, you know, you at least have some think thoughts about this and maybe you've read about this. We travel with the same soul groups. So we go from experience to experience, meaning different lives on this plane, with the same soul group. So if my, my son was in this life as my son, in a previous life he might have been my father, or he might have been my brother, or he might have been a friend, but we had some type of relationship in that previous life and one in this life. So I believe the cool thing about that is if you're adopted, 
that you you had a relationship with your your parents or your adopted children in a previous life. And that soul bond, that soul group has been, was before, and is now existing in this life. So I think it's a, a really cool way to look at being adopted that you were, it was intended that way, it was planned that way. And, you know, you and your adopted child agreed that that would be the relationship when you came into this existence and that you existed before, maybe as father and son or mother and daughter or sisters or whatever in a different existence. But coming in this life, you agreed that one would be adopted and one would be a parent, for example. So I, I believe that the concept of reincarnation makes those relationships in this life more enriching if you believe in that in the concept of reincarnation. I've, I've come across people who are adopted that tell me they have no interest in genealogy for that reason, right? I don't know who my parents are, so I don't care about where they came from or that kind of thing. And, and I, I understand that. Um, but I, I think that there is a, a, an interest in maybe understanding who your parents are from a soul group perspective. Um, and, and that's why I think it's, it's interesting. The, the third thing for this, uh, this thing had to do with modern genealogy and spiritual practices. As I mentioned, the concept of genealogy and the concept of researching our family tree is all the rage now, right? Uh, there's so many different websites out there, so many, obviously, Ancestry, but there's Family Search, there's uh, MyHeritage, there's probably five or six uh, well-known, highly reputable software packages that people use to track their uh, their ancestry. There's uh, Ancestry DNA that you can do. There's, um, what is it, 123Me. Uh, so there's all different ways that you can track your DNA. And I think that's cool and that's awesome. I've done it. I had, I, I, my mother did it as well as me. <laughs> Uh, that's another cool thing, too. If you get your parents to do it, basically you spit into this little container and uh, some poor soul's going to sort all that out somewhere. But you can figure out you know, what relationships come from your mother's side, what relationships come from your father's side if, if you do something like that. If you just do it, you can get all the relationships, but you don't know what, which side of the family they came from. Anyway, the, the question is, you know, how should people who believe in reincarnation approach their family history when all this is available. And I think, as I mentioned before, I think it's a great thing. I think it's a good thing, a positive thing. I want to know who the, who my ancestors are in this life, what their stories are. And I want to know, um, you know, the, the people that I live with and, and have relationships with in this life, I want to, to believe that they're part of my soul group. I mentioned also in the previous podcast, and this, this blows my mind and if any of you understand it, you know, please please reach out and explain it to me. But there is a there is the concept that everything's happening all at the same time. There is no concept of time outside of this earth plane that we're on. So everything is happening at the same time. All your previous lives are happening at the same time. It doesn't make what makes sense. Nothing makes sense to me, right? About that. But the point the point is that. The example I used was uh, when I was talking about Hugh McIntyre, my my great 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 grandfather. He lived in 1875, and if, if if I believe some of the things that I've come across talking to mediums, then and doing past life regression, I was living during that time in another past life, and so that's you know some somebody should make a movie about that because uh, I don't know how that would work, but I could be alive then during his time and be alive now. 
But to wrap up the key point, the key point is that I believe that there's a place for both genealogical research and believing in reincarnation. And, you know, I encourage you to reflect on your own beliefs and what you think about whether or not that works for you. And if you're interested in genealogy, I'd encourage you to pursue it. It's been a great hobby for me and very interesting, especially in terms of the family stories. And it could be the same, uh, same for you. And if you're interested in the concept of reincarnation and you haven't heard of the concept of soul groups, you know, you can do some reading about that. Obviously, you just Google soul groups and there's a whole ton of books that come up about that. And two of the more famous authors, if you want to check them out, one is Brian Weiss, Dr. Brian Weiss. He wrote uh, two great books. One is Many Lives, Many Masters. And the second one is Same Soul, Many Bodies. That's Weiss, W-E-I-S-S. The other author, I think he's passed now, is Dr. Michael Newton. And he wrote Journey of Souls, Wisdom of Souls, and Destiny of Souls. But his Michael Newton, and both of those are really books that'll, both of those are authors that'll really get you to start thinking. So thank you again for listening. Appreciate you uh, listening to my podcast. Again, if you have the time to leave a review, and especially to subscribe to the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments, I try to respond to them all. So if you want to leave some on the uh, the website or just contact me through MikeNicholas.com, that'd be great. Thank you. Talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.